0: From Saravel Therapeutics, this is the Cerevelle Drug Hunters Podcast. Now here is your host, Saravel's Chief Scientific Officer, Dr. John Renger.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast on CNS Drug Hunters. My name is John Renger, and I'm the Chief Science Officer at Cerevelle Therapeutics. This podcast series is dedicated to exploring in detail the inner workings and motivations for driving the commitment of brilliant and talented CNS drug hunters that have found a career path through Cerebell Therapeutics with our laboratories and offices located in Cambridge, Massachusetts. This is a rare opportunity to get inside the minds of the people who are ultimately responsible for bringing important new medicines to individuals with debilitating diseases of the nervous system, such as epilepsy, Parkinson's, schizophrenia, Alzheimer's diseases. Join me now in speaking with two representatives of our Cerebets Veteran Affiliation Group, former Senior Chief Jack Homshire and former First Class Petty Officer Francisco Guzman. Welcome, guys. Thank you, sir. Thank you, you. Appreciate it. Great having you here. Could you guys start off just giving us your title and your role here at Cerebill, and then if you would help us understand your experience prior to cerebell in terms of your military commitments that you guys have fulfilled with the United States?
0: Sure. You want to lead off, Francisco? hb 4 beauty, the Senior Chief. <laughs> Figures he'd say that. Yeah, thank you, Doctor, for having us. A pleasure to be here. I am a former Senior Chief Special Operator, Jack Homsher. I enjoyed Navy career for 25 years, all of that with SEAL teams, 18 of which were operational. That included six deployments, including, as you likely expect combat operations, uh, combat deployments to Iraq and Afghanistan. Followed that up with some staff roles at NATO Special Operations Headquarters, and then uh, Special Operations Command Africa, and even did a stint as a BUDS instructor in there at one point. And now, I retired about a year ago. Now, I, I joined Serville about a, a little over a year ago. Right now, I was brought on as uh, vice president of People, and Organizational Capability, and what that means is that I head up the leadership and professional development programs here, so very, very excited to build this capability here at Serval from the ground up. In the larger sense, my role, my hope is to bring those years of military and leadership experience to help build some great leaders and awesome teams at this company, so really looking forward to it.
1: That's great, Jack. Thank you so much. So, Francisco, if you'd like to delight us with your background.
2: All right. Again, I'm Francisco Guzman. I spent eight years in the United States Navy. I joined right after high school in 2000. My mom actually had to sign my contract because I was 17 years old. So, spent four years attached to the USS Theodore Roosevelt aircraft carrier CVN 71, where the Two deployments in support of Operation Enduring Freedom and Iraqi Freedom. I was an aircraft handler aboard the USS Theodore Roosevelt. Nobody knows that. We basically directed flight operations for combat missions. Essentially, you send the planes off the pointy end of the ship and they come back and, you know, they did their things, but we made sure they got off and landed safely. That was stationed out of Norfolk, Virginia, after which I was stationed in Lemoore, California, and if anybody's familiar with Lemoore, it's in the middle of the Central Valley of California, and there is nothing for miles. It's all flat farmland, and you're wondering, how is there a Navy base out there? Turns out that that's the master jet base of the West Coast, and uh, the three years I was there, I was a firefighting instructor. I left afterwards to get my degree in chemical engineering. After I did that, I was at Merck for 10 years. And then just recently in April of this year, I made the transition to Servo Therapeutics as a principal scientist, process development or the late phase of commercialization groups and technical operations. And essentially what my job is, is to take all the wonderful work that the folks All that work that they do is bring it to fruition to make sure that we can manufacture that at scale. So essentially understanding the process, breaking it down because the challenges you face manufacturing scale are much different than what you would face in the lab. So really interrogating, you know, what would affect the quality. So at the end of the day, essentially just making sure that we can make quality product every single time.
1: Really, really excellent. So thank you for that. You know, part of why we're here today is, other than being amazed by what you guys have accomplished in your life early on, is to come and uh, have a chat with us a little bit about what's going on in terms of what is the Cerevets program at Cerebell and, you know, what had really motivated you guys as former service people to actually think about doing something like this at Cerebell for people that have... And interest in this area. And so I'd love if you guys could both kind of give me a little bit of the kind of color around what it was that inspired you guys to start thinking about having a, a veterans type affiliation group within our company. And then, you know, we'll, we'll take it on to there from where you actually want to see this go. But what initiated this interest? What's driving you to put the effort in? Because, you know, nothing gets done for free. How do you see this really you know, adding to the value for the employees at CERMO.
0: Thinking about this, I would have to say that the idea first came about last Veterans Day when a call went out on email across the company to recognize employees who were veterans, former service members. And so we started to realize that there were quite a few across the company that had prior service and that this was, uh, uh, as you would expect, because of that, they had unique experiences. And so that's when the idea first seemed to coalesce that, hey, there's this body out there that adds a whole new dimension to the culture of Cereval. Certainly when Francisco came on board, we were both eager to turn it into something bigger. And so I think that's when we started the really working towards the task of creating uh, an employee resource group dedicated to
2: this. It's funny, he glosses over a bit of detail from my perspective. Literally the first week I joined Saravelle, sitting in the break room, and Jack comes up and introduces himself, and first thing he says, yeah, I was a senior chief in the Navy, and right there, I knew I was going to like him, right? He talked about starting a group for veterans, and it's probably the first time in my civilian professional career that things just clicked because I took that as an action item, like two words he mentioned about it. And I was like, all right, let's go. We're going to move forward with this. And a week after I got settled in, it it was just, let's start laying the groundwork and the framework to understand what it would take to build an ERG. And we've been going at it since. It was a pretty nice connection for, for myself right out of the gates at Sarabelle.
0: And we've been lucky to bring on board several other employees, each with their own uh, area of focus. So we're really confident we have a really strong team.
2: So shout out to Michael Davis, Nathan Quillen and Isaac Bloom. The A-team. The A-team.
1: All right. Great. It's
2: really insightful, and
1: I can see the excitement as you guys talked about kind of thinking about how this got started. So, and you know, Jack, I know the fact that you came right out of your former role and into here. You know, I think it's such a kind of an unsure time for people because they come out of something that's very structured, very kind of clear about reporting, how you know responsibilities are assigned, all those types of things, and then you come into kind of the business world. And so, we talked a little bit about that transition, and I'm I'm guessing. This is going to be part of your answer, but I'd love to hear how you think the challenge is unique to folks that are coming particularly right out of a military experience and starting to think about how they can integrate into the kind of civilian world. How something like the Cerebets program can play a role there in helping that transition? And then how do you see this program actually being able to be available to people that might be making that transition without really knowing that Cerebel is actually unique, maybe in how it's structured this and how it could actually ease that transition going forward?
0: Great question. And as you mentioned, because my own transition out of the military is so recent that a lot of the lessons learned are still very fresh. And I would say this, that the number one thing that I experienced and I imagine a lot of others do is that while you're you're active duty and across your career, you underestimate kind of this this invisible wall that's between the military and the civilian world. And it's not that the two careers, the two enterprises are all that different, but there's a, a difference in the language that's used, a difference in the understanding of structures. And so really... Coming to a civilian role means not relearning everything, but simply learning what things are called and and how they are organized, how they're structured in the flows of, like we used to say, the lines of authority and the lines of communication. So being able to understand that those still exist and translate those is what's probably most challenging for for people And, and to really to be able to find not just an industry, but a company and a role that they feel comfortable in. And a lot of that has to do with culture. And so that's where I see Servets really stepping up, is to provide that familiarity of culture, to provide that camaraderie, uh, not just to uh, transitioning or, or retired service members, but also to help kind of demystify the military to families and to friends and and really anyone who's interested in knowing more about what a life or a career in the military has offered to people that they know.
1: Really appreciate that, Jack. Thanks. And um, Francisco, I have a similar but different question for you. So your transition was one to an academic setting. You know, thinking about that transition now, looking back, where I assume that when you made that transition, it wasn't supported in a way that you would have a group of veterans that you'd have access to to help you think through the, the experience change and the things that you needed to adapt to. So can you tell me how you feel about the role for Servets and uh, people transitioning that may have had military experience, but maybe not coming directly out of the military? And then You know, how do you think about Servets? knowing the transition you made from, from the Navy into, you know, going into your degree program, but not having this kind of an opportunity to access people that you could relate to?
2: So one of the things that I've recognized going out of the military and transitioning back into the academic setting, it was a bit of a... An awakening and one of the things that the military teaches you is how to adapt you constantly have to have your head on the swivel you have to disaster plan a bit and you know getting thrown in an unfamiliar environment i quickly had to adapt right so being around other folks that weren't in the military was actually a bit of a benefit to help me adjust much faster. It, it, it was such a night and day difference in, into the thought processes of people. And not to mention, I was also eight years older than my peer group. In, in that case, it was a benefit not having too many folks that were prior military, because I think that would have kind of obstructed just how much I could adapt in that current situation. But moving into the workforce and in a professional setting, I found that having folks that had like-minded experiences was more of a benefit because now you're establishing networks as well. You know, Jack mentioned something that was at the top of my head when we were thinking about CeraVets and that's camaraderie. There's something to be said about having that shared experience that translates into your well-being at work. And it's hard to understand just how deep of a meaning that is, and only folks that serve in the military or or even as a first responder. It's a really unique thing. Having had that engagement with folks really helped my transition into the professional space. So I think that's one thing that we're hoping with Saravats is that folks that have prior military experience knows there's a group of people within the company that have that same shared experience and just asking questions and getting feedback from each other and just growing together. There's a lot of different aspects that I haven't experienced. Jack has a wealth of experience that I don't have and just getting to understand that it's nice. One thing Going back to the conversation you just had with Jack, one thing that I struggle with for the longest time, I had a hard time moving away from like the chain of command because that was so ingrained into me that it was almost paralyzing in the corporate world. But yeah, through conversations with Jack and just my own development, even though you know this is probably like 12 years after the fact, you know, breaking away from those chains and and, and it's Due to the fact that I've been able to communicate, you know, and talk to folks like Jack, that that's really helped me out. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, it does. No, thank you for that. What would you be willing to share with us about what
1: Jack told you about not being respectful to your bosses? <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe I'm, oh, misquo- wow. maybe I'm misquoting him. So yeah, you don't have to answer that one. All right. <laughs>
0: It's on a need-to-know
1: basis. Okay, got it. Roger that. All right. Could you share any uh, recent success examples that you guys have experienced, even though it's still a young program, it's still building itself up a little bit. So anything you guys can point to, some successes that you've had so far or some impactful moments from your perspective for the vets that are taking part in this?
0: Well, one of the most recent meaningful examples to me was actually we had a get-together, a huddle of of the Servitz group, and we had plenty of people from across the company who were not veterans, who were just simply curious and interested in knowing more, and we had just a real great exchange. And it was probably the, the most significant time that I remember having that real sense of community. Like it was that sense was really there and was ready to to really take off, And uh, it was just a great exchange by everybody. It was a lot of fun. And it realized what I had hoped that we would realize, which was to to really build a sense of community amongst both veterans and people who simply wanted to know more about what military life was like. And so we shared some sea stories and, and it was just really
1: a great, great exchange. Great. Thanks, Jack. Francisco, would you like to share with us any of the things that have been exciting about what you've experienced with the CeraVets program so far or anything really impactful that you've experienced?
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to echo what, what Jack said. Uh, seeing the outpour of support from within Saravo, you don't really know how many people are attached in some way or another, to veterans and and just seeing the amount of support we received from the all employees meeting, and that first meeting, it, it was just it was it was nice. Yeah, I, I think I think that's that's about it. I, I echo what what Jack said.
1: Very cool. Thank you. So, Jack, in what ways do you think that Cerevets is actually thinking about mental health and you know overall well being for some of the people at Cerebell and you know, that have had military experience previously? And, you know, even for people that are not in Cerevets, but are people that look to Cerebell as being a company that's really focused on mental health, what kind of prioritization does the discussion around things like PTSD and, and depression and, and other mental disorders that are highly prevalent in, in vets, what kind of role does that kind of discussion play in the CeraVets members? And do you guys discuss this? And Do you have any thoughts on ways that companies like Ceravell or even other companies that are out there thinking about this area of healthcare can have an impact? From a personal perspective,
0: that was one of the key things that drew me to Ceravell as a company, and I think is has become part of our our foundation for Ceravets as a group is the fact that Ceravell is taking on such ambition by being a company that focuses on neurological diseases and on neurological issues and that that provides so much meaning to our work and intersects exactly as you said with things like ptsd and service-related depression i'm sad to say that i know service members i know uh colleagues of mine that have struggled with both and continue to struggle and so of course Yet, like I said, that that speaks to my kind of personal connection. What it means to our work in Sarovitz, I've taken on a healthy, uh, healthy role in outreach to other organizations, uh, whether it be national organizations like uh, the Navy SEAL Foundation or local organizations like Massachusetts Fallen Heroes or the Home Base Program. Both of these have themselves also connections and outreach programs focused on PTSD and depression and, uh, and suicide awareness and things like this. So that's how we're hoping to connect as well is through the efforts of other organizations. And naturally, as, as you know, Doc, there's many health services related companies that are focused on this from a, a treatment standpoint as well. And I can name several other uh, companies that are are themselves trying to create treatments and therapies explicitly for those issues that we just raised. So our goal is to to build a bridge, to connect with them and to demonstrate that this is important to us, that it, it is in sync with not just our company's goals and company's mission, but also with our values. And so we're we're eager to to demonstrate to them that we're a community outside the walls of Cerevel as much as we are inside.
1: That's outstanding. Thanks, Jack. So Francisco, is there is there anything that you see in terms of the ability for the Cerevels veterans or in serve in the Ceravets program to tackle or take on some thinking around how we go after mental disorders that occur in, in vets like PTSD?
2: Yeah. Jack laid out one of our strategies, right? He put it succinctly, like he's reaching out to external organizations. I, I think from apart from the mental health issues that's prevalent within the veterans community is also thinking about how we can create opportunities for veterans in the workplace as well. So there's a whole host of issues that, we are feeling ambitious enough to, you know, to go after and that's kind of a our two-pronged approach is the mental health aspect about it, but also opportunities for veterans in the STEM industry, which I've come across very few veterans in, in the technical fields, um, you know, in, in my experience, but in in general, you know, there's a handful of veterans in the pharmaceutical industry that I've come across that I've interacted with. And it'd be nice to just extend that opportunity as well.
1: Great. Thank you, Francisco. You guys tell me, you know, what is the vision? What's the long-term impact that you guys want to see from the CeraVets program? And what does success ultimately look like to you guys?
2: I'm going to give uh, Francisco first at out on this one. Sure. Yeah. It's a work in progress. We're we're along for the journey. I mean, we're constantly thinking and massaging the vision as we grow, as we learn. So I, I think in an ideal state, what I would love CeraVets to be is to be a resource for not just veterans, but anybody within Cerebell who has ties to the military or is curious about the military, but to be able to use our collective experience to develop leaders or future leaders and and just give opportunities and understanding from a professional development point of view, but also to provide support and discussions for anything that may be weighing somebody down. Because having an, an open ear to kind of vent is really important and, and as an engineer if you keep things bottled up closed up you build up a lot of pressure and there's going to be a critical point at some stage where things just blow up and i wouldn't want that to happen to anybody but again it, it's a it's a vision right now and and we're constantly continuously improving how we're approaching what seravettes will ultimately be we're going towards a vision whether that's the vision we get to, or not? I I can't predict the future. So,
1: that's great, Francisco. Thanks. What about you, Jack?
0: I, I would say this. I think that we're one of several employee resource groups here at Cereville, and each one brings, I think, its own character, its own uh, dimension. It adds dimension to to the life and to the culture here at Servel, and I think it's a, a great thing. I think it speaks to the culture. At Ceraval, and it speaks to the wonderful people that we have. What does success look like? I think for me, it has two facets to it. Number one is that for those Cerevelians that participate and are engaged, that they feel that same sense of community. They feel that same excitement that we enjoyed when we were uh, active duty. They understand more about us. They understand more about what our experiences were and what they meant to us and what what we bring. The second facet is to bring for us as a team to bring value to the whole company, to to all of our fellow Cerevelians, whether it's through programs like uh, like our Lunch and Learns or through some of our team events, community events, things like that, <laughs> to really just bring uh, more value, more fun and excitement and a closer connection to each
1: other at Cerebell. Very cool, Jack. Thank you.
2: So, Doc, I have a question for you. Do your listeners know that you're a prior service member as well? And if and if they don't, how does your previous military experience guide what you do at Servo?
1: <laughs> good, good play, Francisco. You you've turned it, turned it around on me. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've talked about that on this series. My experience here was one where. I looked at the military as the way that I was going to be able to get to my life goals. And those were being able to afford to go to school. So the way that I planned my career was very similar to you gents. I joined on my 17th birthday, just like you, I guess, Francisco. So my mom and I and my dad went to the uh, the recruiting station for my birthday. So I signed up that day and that was the access I really wanted to have money for college. So thanks for all the things that you've shared with us today. And I just wanted to say we really enjoyed our time together.
2: Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate
1: it. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening in to today's podcast on CNS Drug Hunters, a podcast series dedicated to give everyone a rare opportunity to get inside the minds of the people that are ultimately responsible for bringing important new medicines to individuals with debilitating diseases of the nervous system. With that, be well, everyone. I look forward to being with you next time. Now let's go find some important drugs. Take care.